There it is. Alright, moving on. Did the microphone drink, bitch? I've been a sports fan my entire life because all of my friends are horrible people. Yes, Cam had a very bad game. Can we get that on tape? Get that overrated piece of crap out of this conversation. <laughs> are you sure you want this on tape? That's what I was transitioning to. Big time Timmy Jim Crystal Bartello Cologne. A lot of tears and a lot of beers. I can't argue with anything you say. Welcome to Late Night Shots. We got Chris, Brad, and Alex tonight, along with special guest Josh Van Dyke and our resident Broncos fan. How's it going, fellas? Wow, really? <laughs> That's how we're starting out tonight, huh? Just, just trying to keep the streak alive of since we've been late night shots, every intro's been weird. <laughs> this is very true. It wouldn't be this podcast without it. Um, starting things off a little bit different because we have a new sponsor. Uh, we still have Homestead, but we also have Overflow Taps out in Linden now. Um, so they'll be providing us with some tasty beverages every once in a while. Like tonight, we have a Cuts Northwest Red Amber Ale from them. How's it tasting so far? Delicious. Red. All right. I'm sure those are two things that they would like to hear because it is. <laughs> um, yeah. Overflow Taps. Uh, that's what's brought to us by Linden's Craft Beer experience uh they got a podcast of their own you can go listen to if you dm them on social media you get entered into a drawing to win some swag at the end of the football season every pint you buy there a quarter of it's donated to build wells in africa so make sure to head out and check their stuff out on facebook and twitter football mulligan that's right (laughs) so is this why you don't play football in canada um nobody plays football in canada yeah that too you can't you can't trust the Canadians or Shakira. <laughs> Didn't they have trouble in uh, England too? I don't know. Like probably one of the first years. And on Wrigley Field, <laughs> they play an NFL game at Wrigley. Uh, it was a college game a couple years the ago, Northwestern and game. they the end zone butted up against the brick wall, <laughs> so they ended up playing on fifty yards. Oh, that's right, because they like only went one direction, right? Yeah, because oh, that's so bad. People were running into a brick wall <laughs> in a football game. Still not as bad as a stadium that was designed to play football in that people were incapable of playing football in. Yeah, so they get up there to play, and on CFL fields, the goalpost is at the front of the end zone, so it's like right on the goal line. Yep, old NFL style. Yeah, and so they decided not to fill in the holes where the goalposts were. You know, because it's not important at the area of the field where like the most action happens. In their defense, how could they possibly have foreseen this? Oops, that was loud. Yeah, I have no idea. It's not like this was on the schedule or people knew it was going to happen. Or... or like they've ever seen a CFL. Okay, actually, they may have never seen a CFL game before. True. So they tried to fill it in with, like, fake turf or whatever, and they couldn't get it to stay in there. I guess it kept popping out. And so they just decided, nice. They decided just to move it to an 80-yard field, which I guess they knew about it a decent amount ahead of of time because I heard something like 29 Packers fans or Packers players didn't make the trip, which seems like a lot. Maybe 29 of them just don't like Aaron Rodgers. That number is way too low. You probably just can't go to Canada. Hey, (laughs) some people can't go to Canada, okay? If I knew I was on the starting roster, 
and I saw any excuse not to travel to Winnipeg, I probably would be like, yeah, no, the, the field, that's why I'm not going. Like, if I'm not fighting for a starting position, I'm probably going to find any way to get out of that game. So I was wrong on my number. It wasn't 29. 33. 33 people didn't suit up. Rolling Rock, 33. <laughs> yes. That was just for the Packers. That's crazy. Ooh. Packers and game officials check out the hole. <laughs> That's what it says in the tweet. <laughs> and hole is in quotation marks. Uh, yeah. I did see that one of the guys who caught a touchdown in the game, like, didn't register in his mind that he kept running. Yeah, he's like, I caught it and ran like another eight yards. I was like, oh, I'm at the back of the end zone now. I don't was, have to run. Was anymore. his name Forrest Gump? <laughs> Uh, he ran all the way home. He just kept running and running. All the way to Alabama. That's where he played the yeah. movie, right? Yeah. That's just embarrassing, the whole thing. Like, if you're the CFL, everyone already assumes you're a joke. Like, you'd think you would make sure you had everything, like, top-notch to be taken serious when real football is going to be played on your field. Yeah. But no, they couldn't do it. Although, I mean, I guess technically they had like 75% of the field. So with exchange rate, it is. I <laughs> see where you're getting at. Yeah. Wrong way to. It's like half a field now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. 75% of 80% of a field. It's I like, can't math that. It's like 60. It just turned into an arena football game. It was like 60 yards. Bon Jovi was just hanging out on the sideline there. Oh. Alright, before we get into it, just a whole bunch of terrible John Bon Jovi puns uh, Puns? I will sing all the songs uh, That too, we're not doing it um, This week's Mulligan brought to you by Homestead Farm and Golf Have you heard Wanted Dead Washington. or Alive? If you mention late night shots I'm a cowboy You get a free small bag of range balls On a steel horse I ride You realize they pay us to do this reading right? I'm wanted Wanted Dead or alive. Oh, I'm going to kill you. You need a little <laughs> off button. For I wish. Too switch. bad he's in charge of it. <laughs> Mention late night shots for a free small bag of range balls at Homestead in Linden, Washington, because someone was singing through the intro to that. They're having Strixen Demo Day, August 27th, so it's coming up in a few days from 2 to 5 p.m. And while you're in there, they're still having shoe month this month at Homestead. All shoes are 30% off while supplies last. And the other thing they're doing this upcoming week, week wink, August 29th is Wedge Scoring Clinic, where you can get a new wedge and a wedge lesson. But so you, you have to, to wink we while you swing. Made. You have to wink. I'm sorry, Mick. We tried. All right. That was Homestead. They want a mulligan. <laughs> CFL and NFL want a mulligan. It's kind of your fault for saying wink. I was just talking about Wink Martindale, the Ravens defensive coordinator. All right. Oh, so who's off track now? At least I'm talking about the same sport. Uh, wrong division though doesn't matter remember i got yelled at for mentioning someone who was in the wrong division like four times last pod no it was two times before that because you were talking about a receiver in a different division for like seven minutes i talked about the receiver who's gonna have the best stats in the nfl it's good beer it actually is really good beer i like it (laughs) right the division we're talking about today is the afc west and we got wait it's not the afc north we got our resident bronco (laughs) fan here you can tell this is just going to be a normal podcast. Josh Van Dyken, how's it going, buddy? It's going good. 
Forget uh, it yet? <laughs> uh, so, you want to start with the Broncos, or do you want to finish with them? It's up to you, Josh. Definitely finish. All right. So, we'll start at the top of the division, then, so we can finish with the Broncos. Oh, sorry. That wasn't very right, nice. Raiders it is. All right. So... Do you guys agree that the Chiefs are going to take this division, or do you think the Chargers have a chance? The Chiefs. Chargers have no chance. Chargers. <laughs> Definitely Chargers. You thousand them, percent. You have them with the worst record out of all of us. Because they're terrible. <laughs> thousand percent Chargers. You don't think the Chargers are any good? No. No? All right, there we go. So I don't guys... think his mic's plugged in. Is it? I think it's... It's always that one mic. It's in. Oh yeah, it's in. He just—he's a Van Dyken, so he's quiet. <laughs> it took Alex like six months. Uh, I was like, no, we'll let you. There we go. Yeah. He's just talking too far back for a while. Yeah. Uh, That's why I Greenberg the mic, and you just got to basically, put, yeah, yeah. basically just got to kiss the mic. Yeah. All right. So you guys think the Chiefs are taking it, right? Yes. Raiders. Play the fifth. I'm trying. I promise, I am. <laughs> At least I give our answer. I know. So uh, did I not answer? I can look at your thing and definitely say you lied. <laughs> so I think I'm changing mine too because of the Derwin James injury. But I think I'm going to agree with you guys that the Chiefs take the division. Flip flopper. Well, they just lost their <laughs> best player. Traitor. Best offense player, best defense player. Yeah. They got a bunch of guys that are hurt again. Um, I don't think the Melvin Gordon thing is that big of a deal. They've played a lot of games without him in the last couple years. Yeah, they got a good backup. I like their backup. They've also yeah. lost Eckler? a lot of games without Alex Eckler. Yeah. <laughs> nice uh, recall to a previous episode. Um, yeah, I think Melvin Gordon's not doing himself any favors by holding out because they've played a lot of games without him and they got on just fine like he's good but someone who's injury prone and misses a lot of games or plays a lot of games hurt like not at 100 percent um probably shouldn't be saying hey try to play without me and then when they don't really notice a drop off yeah he was like 3.8 yards of carry his first three seasons last year was 5.1 so that's where the difference came from but it was only on 175 carries yeah so the guy's holding out when he's hasn't had a full season or a good season. It's not yeah. the best idea. Yeah. I mean, Derwin James' injury is a huge deal. Yeah, Didn't they offer him like $10 million a year? I think so. I thought uh, I heard that today. Allegedly. A lot of times the team will leak that they offered someone like a reasonable deal to make what? the player seem unreasonable. Why would they do that? That's <laughs> Like, the Cowboys leaked that they offered Dak a contract that was like $40 million No, a year. that was just what he wanted. They never. Oh, yeah, no, so they leaked that he wanted $40 million yeah. a year. I was like, that's ridiculous. There's no way he would have even asked for that. <laughs> like, yeah. if I was his agent and he came to me and said, I want $40 million a year, I would have been like, no, I'm not even relaying that message. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so, Chargers. <laughs> Or Chiefs, either one. I guess we're going Chargers. So, <laughs> so it, 
the season hasn't even started yet, and they've lost a bunch of guys to injury already. Which is weird, because they usually wait till like, three weeks in to start <laughs> losing people to injury. Eckler actually averaged 5.2 yards a carry. Really? Yeah. Uh, how many carries did he have last year? 106. That's not bad at all. So he wasn't that far behind Gordon with a better average. And 400 yards receiving. Well, yeah, it was close on average. It was 5-1 to 5-2. Yeah. But so is 5-2 is still better than 5-1. It's true. Uh, I thought... I'm trying to see who the Chargers... I thought they had, like, four guys already that were hurt. Um, like bad. And I'm sure Keenan Allen will hurt himself at some point this season. Oh, Russell Okung is out for the year, or at least he's on the IR. Because he had, like, heart palpitations or something odd like that. Yeah, some sort of illness. No, he went to Puyallup. Because the Broncos poisoned nice. him. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, maybe they're just making room for all of Philip Rivers' children to come play. I think he's got enough of them now. I'm sure one, at least one of them's probably close to old enough. Yeah, I don't know how old these kids are. He's holding out. He's waiting for the, his team to come. <laughs> it's like, guys, I can't play forever. Like, you got, you got to start, start showing up. So Vegas has the Chargers at. Yeah, it's been bubbling like that the whole time. Um, That's weird. Yeah, Charger, Vegas has the Chargers at nine and a half, and it looks like most of us have them above nine and a half. But Brad, the guy who had Rivers ranked the highest back when we did the QB rankings, yeah, it looks like you were the only one below nine and a half. Uh, yeah. So part of that is I don't know if I've told you guys this, but I think that teams identify themselves in certain ways. Okay, I'll try to think of a different way to word that. But, um, you know, the Chargers, and last year was a little different, but the Chargers have, in a lot of years, found a way to snatch defeat from the hands of victory. Um, they, true. they lose in dramatic fashion. Like, that's good for three or four possible wins a year that just turn into losses out of nowhere. Um, plus, I have seen a lot. I'm a huge Philip Rivers fan. I love Philip Rivers. But I've seen a lot of years where he pretty much put the team on his shoulders and was like, come on, guys, I'll do all the work. I'll do 90% of the work. You guys just got to do that extra 10, and the other the team can't put together the extra 10. It's true, and I I do feel a lot better about Plus, I don't trust Keenan Allen to stay healthy. Yeah, that too. Your 9-7 and seven makes a lot more sense after seeing these injuries. I kind of like them to put Premonitions. <laughs> kind of like them to put together one last run with Rivers, but now I just don't know if it's going to happen. Alex, you have them just over, it looks identities, like. Identities. Teams. <laughs> identities. I just think the rest of the division's kind of weak other than the Chiefs. So, so they'll get the wins there. And yeah. So Definitely run, with the Raiders. So they run into like half their wins just by playing in the division almost? Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of. Um, when I went through originally, I think I had them at 12 or 13. But after the injuries, I dropped them down to 11 and 5. Uh, Landon's got it 12 and 4. About you, Josh? I didn't get it all crazy. I got him at seven and nine. Wow. Ooh, that is that looks crazy. See, the weird <laughs> Rivers, thing is the, Rivers is old. It's gonna catch up to him eventually. The weird thing is the Chargers are always one of those teams. Even in the years where they get like six wins, if you look, they're like one possession away from having five more wins that season. Like they're always in the games. It's just not being able to pull it off. So I mean, seven. And they're not that seven far. wins isn't ridiculous because 
I'm sure half their wins will be in the fourth quarter. Because, like, yeah, their divisions may not be that great, but they, they always seem to find a way to have close games in division. No matter how bad or good it's the true. teams are, they always seem to be close. Yeah. And, I mean, we're talking about them getting double-digit wins, at least Alex, um, Landon, and myself, but they only have one double-digit winning season this decade. Um, they have a couple and that nines. was last year. Yeah. So, thoughts of them going 7-9, and nine, like... It's not that far-fetched or anything. It's not like you're crazy for saying it because, what was it, 2016, they were 5-11. and 11. That's not that long ago. And with how many injuries they always have and kind of the lack of depth, if they get a couple more, an under 500 season wouldn't be that surprising. Yeah. And so I guess it means we all have the Chiefs winning the division? Yep. Yes. Play the fifth. <laughs> uh, Vegas has the Chiefs at 10. Second most wins in the AFC and fourth most overall. Um, and we're all taking the over, it looks like. Yep. Easily. Is it because of the division, like you said, Alex? Yeah, and because they got the best quarterback in the league. <laughs> Second best. Behind Breeze. <laughs> yeah. um, Are you guys worried about a sophomore slump for Mahomes? I know last year he wasn't a rookie, but he didn't really play his first year. So, yeah, yeah sophomore slump. Yeah, a little bit. I don't think he'll do as good as he did last year, but well, their team wasn't I mean, supposed to be any good last year. So coming off any season as good as Mahomes had, like almost any outcome is gonna be a disappointment com- comparatively. I think he'll still do well and say what you will about him personally. He still has Tyreek Hill, mm-hmm. who on the field is a home run threat anytime he's anywhere near the ball. Yeah. I mean, they have, they still have a ton of weapons because you talk about Hill, they still got um, Kelsey at tight end. He was supposedly like super banged up last year. Yeah. Uh, You can thank the Titans for that. They beat him up in the playoff game before that. Took him a whole year to get over it. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of a tight end thing though. Yeah. When you have a receiver playing tight end, you get hurt. <laughs> um, also, it is an Andy Reid team, which in regular season, Andy Reid teams tend to be good. Yeah. Are you, Postseason, meh. Are but, you worried about their running back situation at all? Nope. Nope. No? A little bit. You like the Williamses and Darwin Thompson? They got Hyde, too. Yeah, but Hyde might not even make the team. Yeah, yeah. Darwin Thompson. Yeah, that's. It sounds like a lot of people are high on Darwin Thompson, especially with Damian Williams already having yeah. hamstring injuries. I think is what it is. Hamstring oh, is or groin. He has leg injuries already. And for a a guy who relies on speed, All right. you've seen it with tons of people before. That hamstring injury really can hamper people. Yeah, I did not know he was already having leg injuries. I like a healthy Damian Williams, but yeah, again, a guy who um, relies on speed. You do not want to have leg injuries. No. Yeah, I think that's kind of what plagued him when he was in Miami also. Really? That and Jay Ajayi being behind him. <laughs> yeah, and then Carlos Hyde, who was not good last year. Carlos Hyde, who nobody wants, apparently. Um, I did hear that he might be cut. I don't know if they'll keep him just to have like, the veteran in the locker room. Will, will be cut. Yeah. The Jags didn't want him. He wasn't on the Browns for... Or no, Browns didn't want him. He wasn't on the Jags for a full season. 
and they no, were like, yeah, get out of here. Yeah, so uh, um, he averaged 3.4 yards in Cleveland. It's like, oh, let's go to Jacksonville. Maybe it'll be a, a nice change of scenery where you can average 3.3 yards per carry. <laughs> so that's good. I mean, maybe like, going we to- will take an injured Leonard Fournette over you. So you're saying the Browns are better than the Jags? Yes, we're saying that. The Browns are better than the Jags. <laughs> <laughs> By about six games? <laughs> Somewhere in there, yeah. You guys will understand this is funny when you see our special guest is on the next episode. But uh, there's a song about him, just in case anybody. You, you need to wait to sing. No, wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh, no you ruined it. Goodness. You didn't even give out a spoiler alert? Rookie. All right. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. Yep. I never announce spoiler alerts before I spoil things. What's the point in spoiling them then? Actually, kind of defeats the purpose of spoiling them. This is just one of those episodes. All right, Chiefs. Back to them. Um, so, Eric Berry's gone, but they signed Honey Badger. Right? That was the replacement? Yeah. You think that's going to make their defense better? Or at least more consistent? Because Berry's had injury and cancer issues the last four seasons? Um, No. I like the Honey Badger, but I think Eric Berry is a better safety. Um, I think he's good. There's not going to be a huge fall off, but I do like Eric Berry a little better. I think um, Tyron Matthew plays a little more aggressively, which will lead to some more sort of, I don't know if I want to say breakdowns is the right word but sort of going to make the big play instead of the safe play um so i don't know if it'll make them better i i just don't think there's going to be a huge fall off but i i like eric barry a little more yeah i agree Uh, i like barry more but it's not going to be a huge drop yeah if you're going to lose Barry, that's a good, that's very good replacement. replacement. So. I think things will actually be better for them because he's more reliable to be on the field. Right. Where did uh, Barry end up going? I can't remember. Um, Eric Barry Knott's is... Farm. He's a free agent. He's not on the team. Oh. Which so seems very He might odd. actually be at Knott's Barry Farm then. Um, Eric Barry likely going to the Patriots. That sounds like a Patriots move. Yeah. Just him and Patrick Chung hanging out? Uh, I don't think Patrick Chung's going to be hanging out. That, that'll that be the mulligan for the next episode. I totally forgot about that till just now. Um, I don't even know. We'll look that up. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, so Eric Berry has played three games in the last two seasons. Not good. All right, so what do you guys have the record at? I got them at, let me check what I, 12 and 4. I have the same. As does Landon. Uh, I switched them with the Chargers, so I have them at 13 and 3. So I see them going 5 and 1 or 6 and 0 in division, probably. Um, Josh? Um, I'm going to go with like 11 and 5. Okay. I think. Uh, Dropping both games to the Broncos? I think. Just the odds are that Mahomes, with his aggressive play style, probably lead to more turnovers this year. Mm-hmm. And with the offense not being up in games and making other teams one-dimensional, I think defense is going to struggle a little bit more. Totally makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Mahomes is better. I'm kind of he's not going to drop. It's not like I'm saying he's bad. They're loving it. He's five. a better Brett <laughs> Favre. Oh, now we won't fight. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> um, so he'll get be second in interceptions in NFL. It's <laughs> fine. Um, and you guys kind of mentioned it with Mahomes uh, that it is hard to do it two years in a row. Uh, there's only been a handful of MVPs or back-to-back MVPs. And the alleged Madden curse. That too. Which alleged? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a curse. I'm trying to do this without making noise. Um, he was what, like 5,000 yards, 50 touchdowns, and only 12 picks last year. Like, it's not a very good, or it's not very probable that he increases on those numbers. Not like yeah, unless he's Drew Brees. But, <laughs> but it's like one of the all-time seasons for a quarterback. Yeah, it's yeah. Just behind Manning's 2013 yeah. season. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, he would he would have to basically break records to mm-hmm. beat last season. Yeah. And just the odds of going 5,400, 54, and 10 or something are like unless, very slim. Unless he's like the next Tom Brady, like best quarterback ever, I don't think he's going to have this good. Yeah, it's probably not going to happen. Um, so we'll move on to the Raiders, <laughs> who, who Vegas actually does have as the last place team in this division at six and a half wins. Um, and Brad, you are much higher on the Raven or so, on the Raiders than Alex and I. So at the time that I made these picks, half Raiders. of the Antonio Brown stuff hadn't come out. He had been drinking. I still Things happen. I still do really like Derek Carr, although I'm sort of in the like it's been two years since you were the Derek Carr that I'm thinking of, so you sort of have to prove it a little bit. Um, but when I made these picks, I thought, I think they're going to be able to rely a lot on raw talent just between, um, some of the younger guys. Like I really like the running back, running back. They drafted Josh Jacobs. That's yep. what I'm thinking of. Um, Hunter Renfro might have the best hands I've ever seen of a college receiver. So a hand model. Yes. <laughs> Great cuticles. They look delightful. Um, and then Antonio Brown, this was prior to him getting new problem news every four days. What, frostbite isn't good? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, it was on the cover of Madden or on that one loading screen with Antonio Brown. It said frostbite. <laughs> so... Um, I did think they would be able to rely a lot on raw talent. And even though John Gruden, I've been saying for I don't know how long that he's overrated as a coach. I still had them at like seven wins. All right. Um, I, I think I might adjust that down to about Five, seeing all the chaos that's going on already but at the time i made the picks i had them at seven so i'm just gonna stick behind it all right i was thinking did you think the backup quarterback was gonna come and start and dominate uh, mike glennon nope the next one mike glennon i, I don't have their depth chart up I don't nathan know peterman <laughs> nathan oh Peter. that's right because john gruden's a loves huge <laughs> fan of nathan peterman Hey, Apparently, he did have like 200 yards and two touchdowns in the last preseason game. Oh, against sort of the Trace third story doesn't mean anything. He also had five interceptions and a half. <laughs> yeah. <I mean. laughs> yeah, but he put oh. 
<laughs> on seven throws. Five interceptions You know what you should do? Throws. Just say his name over and over like 17 times, and then that can get your point across, and everyone will know what you're saying, and then never elaborate Chris on Sale. it. <laughs> Chris, Chris Sale. Chris Sale. <laughs> oh. You are in that seat now, so. Yeah. so you'll have to do it when we get to your team. Chris Sale. Chris Sale. Just say Joe Jake, Flacco. Just say Jake Butt over and over. <laughs> Bradley Chubb. Yeah. Cortland Sutton. So I... There was an old man named Cortland Sutton. This is an all-time episode. <laughs> I got the Raiders at 4-12. and 12, I think with all the drama and the just the, the players and characters you got there with Gruden, it's not going to turn out well. Um Especially if they start off poorly, I could really see it going downhill. So four and twelve. Four and twelve. Landon's got him at five and eleven. Josh, I had him at five and eleven also. Right. Yeah, that's probably where. If I were to assess them now, I'd probably have them around there. But I'm gonna stick with my seven win prediction, just so on the off chance they turn out good, I can say I told you so. Right. That's always fun to do. Yeah. Yeah. Alex does very much enjoy that. <laughs> All right, so the reason he's here, Broncos. Vegas has him at seven wins. Joshua? Um, I think Vegas is wrong. Because he uh, has them at 16 wins. And that they're only going to have five wins? I, that they're going to have nine wins? I think that defense finally got some new talent in there. The reface it and new coach. That's one of the best defense coaches in football. Mm-hmm. And I just see them probably getting back to winning ways and getting up to 10 and 6. Wow, 10 and 6. Um, this is a team that I think if I redid, because I like, I think most of us went game by game for our predictions, um, that I would change it because I went through thinking about like Denver from last year, not thinking about that they got Fangio in there, which is a huge difference maker. Like you saw what he did with the Bears last year, and Denver has a ton of talent. And they have a ton of talent. They also have a highlight elite player. Um, you know what he did with Khalil Mack. Yep, he can do with Von Miller plus possibly a little bit. And Bradley Chubb. Which, Bradley Chubb honestly is probably going to have a better year than Von Miller this year. Do you think he's going to get the one on one? So. That's what I was. Do you think it's because of talent, or do you think it's because of uh, uh, Miller's going to be doubled a lot? So it's going to lead to singles for Chubb off the weak side. I think it's just both. Okay. I think Chubb's super talented. So which. Those two could lead the league in sacks off the edge. I think it's going to be a lot like Robert Mathis and White Freeman. Yeah, it could be. And even if they cover, even if they block both of them, like then the offensive line still has to deal with Derek Wolf. And then uh, Shelby Harris in the middle. He's kind of even though he's got a girl's name, he's still pretty good. (laughs) Come a stud. Um, so I think this is the team that I would want to redo because I was talking to Landon about it the other day at work that it would not surprise me if this team was in the playoff race come the end of the year because of the defense with Fangio. Just that a great defense can put pressure on the offense and like make them just error prone, um, especially if they're looking to catch up at the end of like a 13-7 to game or something like that. Um, and with that great pass rush, it leads to a lot of mistakes because the corners only have to cover guys for two seconds. Yeah, and you haven't even mentioned that one of those corners is a guy named Chris Harris Jr. And then, I don't know if you've heard, but he's pretty okay. Yeah, 
I was leaving that one for Josh. And then Fangio also brought Callahan with him. Yeah. Who was the Bears' best corner last year. Um, and I like Kareem Jackson at safety. Yeah, um, I like that they moved him to safety instead of corner. Yeah. So what about on the other side of the ball? Now you got eh. you got Flacco in there, but you have Emmanuel Sanders, who is 32 and coming off the Achilles. It sounds like he's healthy. He's looking good. But it just seems like he came back from it very quick, right? Yeah. Because do you remember what week he did it in last year? Was it the uh, middle of the year? It was like 15. It was at the end of the year? I don't know what that was. Alex? It was not me. Um, <laughs> see, that late in the year, it surprised me that he's back already. Maybe it wasn't a complete tear. Yeah, I'm not sure. If, if it was a partial tear, it would kind of make more sense. Um, gone are the days of like the Vinny Testaverde Achilles tear where it took two years. But that's one of the nasty ones where it like, snaps up into the back of your calf. So do you think the offense is going to be able to produce enough to get this team to 10 wins? Yeah. I think they finally got a quarterback that's an actual NFL quarterback. I'm not saying Flacco's good, but that, that's... He's probably the best him. quarterback they've had in a while, but I still don't think he's good. And I, I don't think his play style fits the receivers they have. Like, Sanders... Um, depending on you know all his tendons and everything, is kind of a deep threat. Sutton is a great route runner, um, but he's kind of a deep threat. I would switch it the other way around. Sanders is a really good route runner. Yeah, Sutton's a pretty he's pretty jump, good jump route runner. Guy. Yeah, but uh, you haven't even got to their best receiver yet. Philip Lindsay, opinion. no. <laughs> Deshaun Hamilton. So yeah, super good route runner also. I think he's going to be their best receiver this so year. So I think their receiving core though is built to sort of stretch the ball down the field a little more. And that's not exactly Flacco's specialty. Um I think he's capable of it when he actually tries, but when he's not successful, he tends to turn into captain checkdown. Yeah. I would also say that also kind of has something to do with the receivers Flacco's played with. Yeah, when Come Willie on. Sneed is one of your three best receivers in an eight-year stretch, that's not a good Ravens thing. Ravens are a great receiving team. Last year, he probably had his best deep ball threat in probably the last like six years with the Ravens. And he was off to a good start yeah. before he got hurt. Since Torrey Smith left? Yeah. Hey, all they needed was a number one receiver and a speed guy and a running back <laughs> and a tight end. <laughs> before Flacco got hurt. And an offensive line and a better head coach John, and John a defense. John Brown was on pace for 1,000 yards. Yeah, he was having a good season. Yeah, yeah but the quarterback's the big reason why I don't have them winning a lot of games. So it's a Flacco thing. It's a Flacco. I don't, it's, a, it's definitely a Flacco, like Flacco thing. I don't trust Flacco. Yeah. Those things that often that is an excellent better. way to word it. That's um, who, He's capable of putting up good numbers, but I don't trust him to do it. And he's getting older. and He's, <laughs> he's not that old. Same age as Matt Ryan. He plays old. He's like so 35. He's 30, isn't this only like their 10th season? I think he's 34. 34? He um, is. I'll let you guys look. Oh man, the screen's jumping around. He'll be 35 in January. Yeah. Okay. So. So he's 34 for this season. Um, Unless they make the playoffs. So. So he's 34 this season. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Josh. Um, I mentioned Jake Butt at the beginning, partially as a joke, but he's coming back from what his third ACL tear. Second. Second is that what it is? Maybe it was just third knee injury, is what it was. 
Um, is he actually going to be a part of the offense? Is he going to uh, be? I honestly don't know. I know at right the start, now, start of camp, his knee was bugging him, so he hadn't been practicing oof, right, recently. So. Right now on our lads, he's listed as the fifth tight end. Well, that's not good. Yeah, I don't know if he's actually fifth. It's, it's, yeah. He's probably the, the start year. They have Hireman and uh, yeah. Noah Fant. Oh, I was going to say, they have two yeah. rookies ahead of him. Obviously, Noah Fant's going to be up there. Yeah, Fant looks like a great tight end. Um, Flacco does love tight ends. and what? That was, It was a part of the reason that things were a little rough in Baltimore because like Pitta kept going out. So it was like, hey, this is almost like a Saints situation. Hey, big white dude, come catch a couple balls. If Fant's there, if Hireman, is that how you say his last name? Yeah. Like you could you could have a surprisingly good offense. I really think they will. I think the offense line's way better this year than it has been probably the last three years, four yeah. years. Yeah, I, I like their whole offense. I just don't trust Joe Flacco. So I think it's all dependent on how Joe Flacco plays. How much does it hurt losing Parides? Parades? 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 Uh... Because he was your starting it, it, center? It could hurt. He's missed a lot of time over the last few okay. years anyways. But I think uh, I think Connor McGovern is the one that kind of took his spot. And he played good at guard last year. So if he can figure out how to play center, he should be all right. It's impressive that you can remember all those names off the top of your head. Well, he's a fan of the team. Yeah, Bartolo I, Colon. I still I can't forget. do that because I'm like, who? I know this guy, but I well, can't. You know all the names, but you just sit there trying to figure out how to say them. That's different. <laughs> Mark Terryexa. Yeah, you just say it with confidence. Yeah, yeah I know how to say that weird name. I do. I just say it, and then they're like, that's completely wrong. You're for all, crazy. For all of you who listened to the episode, the last episode, Alex pulled a very hard name off the page and said it right the first time. Ooh. That one was crazy. Drop the mic. Literally, it fell. I did it. <laughs> and it may happen again. It happens to whoever's in that seat. We're going on like three, three straight shows. I thought you were going to say years, but yeah, three straight years. <laughs> this is our third season, right? Two and a half. Because this is our this third is NFL season, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's crazy. This is my second. Yeah, it's true. That's why you're not in the intro. I know. <laughs> haven't earned that right. <laughs> Just announced that Cam Newton had a bad game, and you'll be in the <laughs> a very <intro>. bad game. <laughs> I say that all the time. It does not work. <laughs> so Broncos at ten and six, huh? Is that going to be good enough to get them into the playoffs, or do they just miss out? Or are you not quite sure? I'm hoping for you know wild card spot. <laughs> Um, I think the last few years, ten and six has been good enough to either get you into the playoffs or into a tiebreaker for the playoffs. So if yeah. you have them there, should be pretty there's, close. I think in the AFC, the last couple of years, there's been a ten-win team in the playoffs because uh, last year it came down to Titans and Colts. They were playing for a playoff spot, and the Titans ended up at nine and seven after they lost to the Colts. If they get ten and six with mine, they would be in the playoffs. trying to look at the standings from last year but because i keep forgetting to fix my internet it's on bing so it doesn't help me at bing. all yeah <laughs> yes i want the preseason standings from this year thanks <laughs> bing uh, it's that, that i wonder why i wonder why nobody uses bing i don't know 
I really like when you look at something on Bing. It's like NBA standings. Here are the standings from 2012 as the first result. Here are That's the, super helpful. Here Thank are the you. 2006 NHL standings. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds about right. So 10 and 6 is where you have them. If things go wrong in Denver, how bad do you think it could get? 2 and 14. Because a lot of teams, if things go bad, they still have enough talent or depth to... Everybody goes out like for the year seven on the first game. Eight eight season. Do you see this being like fighting for a number one pick if things go bad? Or that they could still be okay? I think if it goes bad, they're probably going to be around five or six wins. Okay. Uh, Vaughn Miller kind of has a history of seeming like he... Uh, the effort goes down as the team is they, going down. They had a couple years where... They do that a lot. <laughs> no, well, they did have a couple years where the defense was holding up their end of the bargain, but the offense couldn't put up 10 points a game. And the defense was like, why are we, why are we, like, you know, trying when you guys aren't? And they sort of gave up halfway through the season. So. No, oh, I, I completely understand. I mean, four years in a row of just horrible yeah four, four years in a row of holding teams under 20 and still not winning games i'd probably give up too um so yeah no i could see as long as the offense is sort of keeping them in games and the defense is trying they could definitely hit 10 wins and i mean now they got a good coach i don't see them giving up like they plus have the for the record if they hit the playoffs Joe Flacco only plays well in the playoffs, especially in Denver. So, yeah, that ball's gonna fly in Denver. Uh, Joe Flacco's never lost a playoff game in Denver. Ask Raheem Moore. <laughs> the ball flies in Denver, and Josh still isn't bitter about it. But at least you guys have a new celebrity fan for Denver, because Lindsay OK is now a Denver fan because she loves Joe Flacco. I don't even know if you know who that is. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's actually exactly why, but. Yeah, she's yeah she's been posting stuff with like Flacco jerseys and Broncos reports and yeah a bunch of stuff. I will not begin a Flacco jersey. No, <laughs> not unless he wins Super Bowl MVP. All right, that's why Forever, I got one. Not the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> what if we just like <gasps> that would make him the Kawhi Leonard of the NFL? Yeah. What if we just cover the Flacco. eight on a Von Miller jersey? So ruin my Von Miller jersey? Yeah, just we'll just put some duct tape over the eight. I like that you do like the wax on motion for duct tape because <laughs> I've seen duct tape applied like that before. Yes. How do you Is that apply, not like, how you apply duct tape? tape? Oh. You get a bunch and you just paste it. This <laughs> has been such a special episode. I apologize. We'll do better next time. I swear we won't. Um, <laughs> so, what do you guys have the Broncos record at? Uh, I got six and ten. I have them at seven and nine, but beating the Raiders in a tiebreaker. Landon has them at six and ten. Um, like I said, I did this originally thinking of them as last year, but ended up at four and twelve. If I went through and redid it, I'd probably have them a lot higher, but. Like you did with the Raiders, Brad, I'll just stick with it. Um, so here's to your number three draft pick next year, Josh. Um, that's fine. Landon, <laughs> you can pick them with six wins, but NFL Network had them as one spot above the Panthers. So Woo! that means Panthers are going to be, you know, 5-11. and 11. I'd be all right with that. I should probably do that. That sounds good. 5-11? <laughs> yeah, all right. 
Um, any last words you want on the Broncos? No. No? All right. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to talk about with this division before we leave? Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I thought we were going to – Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. We've got about 14 of them left. <laughs> I can't do that. Convince me why he's the MVP. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> All right, you got me. Wait, but why do you think the Chiefs are going to be good? <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. Are Dar- they going to win Thompson. the Super Bowl? Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> Darwin Thompson. <laughs> All right, I think that is going to do it. Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, you can head to Patreon, Facebook, and Twitter, Late Night Shots. Patrick Mahomes. Make sure to head to the House of Hoodies and use promo code SHOTS to get 15% off one of their cool jerseys. Chris Sale. <laughs> I just I can't do it. I'm ruined. That's it. I'm done. Sale Mahomes. Bartolo Cologne. 